Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross app. Welcome to Fightful. It is February 26th, 2024. This is your WWE post-Raw review. Uh, fresh off of Elimination Chamber, just before AEW Revolution. We've got Denise Salcedo here. Denise, how you doing? You want my good answer or you want my real answer? You're a little under the weather. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like shit. I look like shit. My head hurts. My nose is like switching sides from which side I can uh -oh. and cannot breathe. You I know what know. causes that, Denise? What? Cocaine. 
Oh yeah. You know me, number one cocaine user. Yeah. Same, same. <laughs> B- big time, big time right here. Guys. I watched Griselda one time on Netflix and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a drug Lord now. <laughs> oh God. Guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. If you're watching here on youtube.com slash fightful, you can send a super chat to get your question or statement read on the air. We're going to have some backstage news, some behind the scenes news, but if you're watching on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming or Twitter or Facebook or anywhere else, you can leave a humper chat, H-U-M-P-E-R chats.com, like a camel's hump. Also, want to encourage you guys, subscribe to our audio platforms. I know we're a video-first website, but uh, we're on Amazon, Apple, Spotify, any podcast platforms you can find. It has our interviews. It has our podcasts, all that good stuff over there. And if you haven't subscribed to that or our YouTube, you have missed out. Over the past week, we've had interviews with Tiffany Stratton, Kevin Owens, two with Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Nia Jax, Seth Rollins breaking down Australian fashion. We had the first Grizzled Young Vets interview after WWE. Uh, We had Jake Something interview. We had the first episode of Crime in Combat. And this week, we got Bobby Fish. I asked him about... Where's the lie? I asked him about uh, you know a lot of a lot of fun stuff there about how old he is. Denise, you got any good Bobby Fish old jokes? I um, damn it, told, I can't think right now. Listen, I, I he told me he wanted to work with younger talent, and I said like Luthez. <laughs> he got him. It worked. We've also got interviews with Diana Perazzo. Diana Perazzo. I believe she becomes the first person ever interviewed 10 times by Fightful, nine myself. Uh, so this is our first one with her in AEW. And also, Grapsity has an interview with Daniel Garcia. Now, you can get early access to all of our interviews over at FightfulSelect.com. Just $5 a month gets you your, your basic tier with news, podcasts, and the like. But if you go up to tier two, you can get early access to interviews, features, all that Uh, We post early notes for all subscribers of Fightful Select. And now we have a Fightful Select Discord. I've been mentioning for a while that I'm not going to be on Twitter as much after WrestleMania. It'll be primarily news and some stuff here and there. But we've got a Fightful Select Discord. It is uh, toxic-free. It is a really good time. We're over there chatting during every show. We've got an Ask SRS. What, What could you possibly want? What's Discord? Discord. I'm not on Discord, but I've heard of it. It's basically like live chat rooms. It's pretty much just what it is. It's chat rooms. That's it. How does it work? I am not a developer, Denise. I don't know how it works. Like what? I just go on Discord.com. No, you go to Fightful. You you go to (laughs) FightfulSelect.com. Sean, there's people like me that don't know. Well, listen, I had to be coached through it as well. You go to FightfulSelect.com, you download the Discord app, uh, either on your PC or phone, and then you connect it with the email address that you have through Fightful, and you will have access to it as long as you are a Fightful Select subscriber. Uh, But uh, yeah, I'm very, very, uh, go ahead. I have a funny Discord story. So at one of the AW you pay-per-views. You know what it was. Yeah, I know, but I have about? a funny story. This is how I discovered Discord. Okay. So I was sitting down and I was in the media section. You know how everyone kind of introduces themselves. Sure. I met this one media guy and he like introduced himself to me. He was like, and I was like, oh, hi, I'm Denise. And he's like, hi, nice to meet you, right? He didn't know me or anything, right? We didn't, we didn't know each other. 
And then we're sitting down. I was watching the show and like an hour and a half in, he turns to me and he goes, is this you? And he shows me a picture of me. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I just posted that picture on Twitter. And he goes, oh, it's on my Discord. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. And I just said, okay. But that was the Damn. first time I ever heard of Discord. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we have a Discord now. Uh, we also... I don't know what the deal is, but uh, we posted a video of Eric Young addressing the TNA crowd. Denise, it has over 1 million views across platforms. Dude, I saw that. Insane. It is our now our most viewed YouTube video based on wrestling outside of short form content ever. Don't know, wild. Don't, don't know what got into people, but 750,000 views on Twitter. Um, it's the drama, Sean. You it saw that be. and you're like, what are they going to say? What are they going to say about Scott Demore? Yeah. What's going to happen? And people are intrigued and they're like, I got to click and find out. <laughs> Some programming notes, guys. Uh, th this weekend, I will be at Revolution. I'll be calling in to the post show. Right now, we have confirmed Phil Lindsay and Iridian for the post show. We're going to see if Cresta can join as well. You'll also get your Sour Graps review on FightfulSelect.com. But that's not all you're getting on FightfulSelect.com. Rob Wilkins does a preview show over here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Stephanie Chase has her prediction show. It's a good time. Check it out. We've got so much content. Not only do we have the best paywalled content, we've got more free content than any other website. We are aiming for 366 interviews this year across all of our Fightful channels. Overbooked, Grapsity. All that good stuff. But we've got WWE Raw to talk about. After we get to a couple super chats, Denise DeShire says, is Julia still WWE bound even if she joins Rossi? They seem to think so. They seem to think so. Justin says, what do you think is holding up the, the announcing the Hall of Fame class? Well, they, uh, I don't think anything. They didn't start announcing them until March last year. So I don't think that anything is, is holding that up necessarily. But, Denise, we kicked it off with Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. Rhea, uh, for some reason, she's getting cheered, Denise, and I blame you. The internet tells me that it's your fault because you played Never Have I Ever with her, that you ruined her heel aura, that it is all your fault. WrestleMania is screwed up and it's ruined. Honestly, that I have heard so many stories over the past five or six months since Vince has been gone, gone about how he'll yell at people for ruining things. Like the most the most minute shit. He'll be like, you've, you've ruined WrestleMania. You've ruined WrestleMania. You've ruined Tyson Fury in WWE. You've ruined it. You, Hi, ruined, Rhea, you ruined Rhea Ripley's heel run. It's you. You're the problem. Yep, I was it's about you. to say, Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Hi. You screwed it up. Bunch of old dudes on the internet, Denise, say that you ruined Rhea Ripley's heel aura by playing Never Have I Ever. <laughs> well, I don't know. Send me. You're happy. I'm sorry. Never I have I ever ruined, ruined somebody's everything. entire heel character with an interview. Put a finger down. Oh, there. I didn't know we were playing. I was going to say, I'm at this point, put all the fingers down. Did 150,000 views, so. 
you did pretty damn what good did there, oh my video yeah video. did yeah. yeah i was like what so did 150,000 views oh yeah my video well i'm gonna tell you it's it's funny too because really quickly i did three interviews with rio ripley that week mm -hmm. um and she came to me and i looked at her and i was like ria i've got something different for you this time I and mean, she you, was like, you can't not interview Rhea Ripley. If you got the, if you got the chance to interview her six times in a week, you yeah, interview her six I didn't times want to bore yeah. her with the same questions that everybody yeah. had been asking her. And uh, just, I'm going to add, she loved doing the game, just throwing that yeah. out there. She even said it in the interview that she had seen and watched other people play uh, the game as well. And oh, she's, I know yeah, she's she familiar with time. your, you, she's brought up your channel before yeah. in interviews. She's very familiar with you. Yeah. And also she's a lovely woman. She's so fun to mm -hmm. do media with. Very like humble. If you, if you want to do something like a little bit in character, like I implied I should join judgment day. She goes along with that. She plays along with it. If you want to step outside of it and do something out of character, she does that. Dominic's the same way. If you ask Dominic, Ba you want it in character or out he'll go whatever's best for you yeah i mean that's that's the way that the best entertainers do that because well, also i just want to say one other thing is that when it comes to my content i approach it not from the standpoint of thinking the way that traditional wrestling media has sure. thought about things in the past i approach things from an entertainment standpoint and that's how i approach interviews it's like if you go to a red carpet Hollywood, the Hollywood Reporter, Entertainment Tonight, Access Hollywood, E! News, they're not going to be asking, you know, <laughs> freaking Leonardo DiCaprio or like all these other people that have been in all these great movies be like, yo, what'd you really think when that bear was going to kill you? No, they're going to play, they're going to, you know, play games. They do that a lot. They're going to ask about the role. Uh, they're not going to be asking freaking questions like the movie was freaking real. Um, so that's how I approach things. And how many times have you interviewed Rhea now? Oh, I've lost count. And I mean, if she didn't want to do that interview, she would make it very clear. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> she didn't want to do that. Well, uh, Becky Lynch interrupted her. They had a little bit of a back and forth here. Nothing groundbreaking or anything like that. It was just basically a face to face there. Uh, Be Mandible says Becky and Rhea need to main event night too, not just a token spot because people will accept it. Make it the main event, creative story, build, producers, all hands on deck. The potential is there. Listen, I I was as loud as anybody about them main eventing a night of WrestleMania. I think they are more than capable of it. But also, Rock Cody is going to main event night two. And then completely separate of that, Bailey won the Royal Rumble. Like... I don't think that's going to main event either night either, but I I think that as of now, probably Rock, Roman, Cody, Seth is going to main event night one. I just don't see it happening. KE775 says, do you think they're going to do a double turn with Becky and Rhea? Feels like they're setting up a curveball with those two. So that is something that they will have to navigate is that Rhea is impossibly over. And no matter how good Becky Lynch is, Rhea's not going to be a heel. Everybody loves Rhea right now, Denise. Yeah, it's one of those things. So it was strange, and I don't know if you noticed this, Sean. I'm sure you did. But on social media this weekend for Elimination Chamber, I was like kind of surprised by how many 
hate messages there were in regards to Becky Lynch winning the Elimination Chamber. I was reading some of the comments that were popping up on my timeline, and there were so many people that were like upset that Becky Lynch won. And honestly, I was surprised that there weren't people that knew that Becky Lynch was winning. They had a kickoff show with these two women literally staring down each other, talking smack to each other. We all knew what the outcome of this match was going to be. And I just saw like a lot of like negative comments directed towards Becky Lynch and people say, no, she doesn't put people over, which I think is BS, obviously. But I, I feel like, um, I don't know. I thought it was weird. Like you can be fans, obviously, of more than one person. There can be more than one woman at the very top of her game. So I kind of felt like some of the hate that was coming towards Becky Lynch this weekend, it was completely unjustified. She's Becky Lynch and she's Becky Lynch for a reason. And she's in that spot for a reason. And this would not have hit as hard with anybody else but Rhea Ripley with Becky Lynch. And also there were, I saw some very weird discourse, like people acting like she books the show or that she books what happens to people after they're done with her. Like it's, she don't book the show guys. Um, There's just not the way that that works. Uh, Nia Jax came out, attacked Becky Lynch. And that sets up what we will talk about uh, momentarily. But Shogun says, where's Becky in term of popularity among uh, WWE with the fans? Will WWE be willing to top any offer from other companies? I'd be shocked if they didn't top any offer. Uh, Becky's one you got to keep and you got to retain. Unless for some reason they just don't think there's anything else she can do. There's plenty more that she can do down the line too. I mean, she just, she always gets over. But I mean, right now, Seth is mega popular. Rhea is mega popular. Cody's up there. Reigns is up there. Obviously, The Rock is, is there as well. But I mean, she's still top two or three as far as women go. I think I think Rhea sort of is leading the charge there. But right. But it's this thing. What's crazy, though, um, when it comes to Rhea, though, is that people like obviously love her, but they love her because she's a bad girl. They love her because she's a heel. That's part of the intrigue. So I almost feel like she has to play this like in between role where, yeah, she's this bad girl. And, you know, she does things that are, you know, sometimes maybe not, you know, super babyface or anything like that. But people are still going to root for her. So it's going to be interesting to see. What a more uh, baby face Rhea Ripley is going to look like, at least this version of her with this popularity that she has. I would love to see like, (laughs) well, let's go ahead and sort of lean into uh, the next segment or the next segment that we'll talk about. Liv Morgan took on Nia Jax. Uh, It ended in a no contest because Becky interfered. And I just want to say this again. Same thing I've said a number of times. Nia Jax is having the best run of her career. The the 2K team is scrambling to put those submissions into the game. She was doing like (laughs) beautiful stretch mufflers, half crabs, torture racks the other night. It was the Undertaker method. They're like, well, shit, Rhea is the baby face. How can we make her look like an underdog? Got to find somebody bigger and badder than her. They had Nia beat Becky. And this is something that I said on this show, Denise. On the road to WrestleMania, Becky's going to get that win back over Nia. They had her, that they were able to make sense of it beautifully. Nia got the win because she was going to Elimination Chamber to put over Rhea. 
but they make sense of Becky losing because she wins the Rumble. You win the Rumble, doesn't, doesn't matter who just beat you or who does beat you, as we saw with Cody, you're getting the title shot. But in order to heat Becky back up, you do that match again. However, there is this groundswell of Liv Morgan fans, and Liv Morgan has very, very dedicated fans. And based on what I saw, they do not believe that the Money in the Bank and then that title win and that terrible feud with Rousey was the run for her. They want her to have something else. And she did great in this match. Good suicide dive. The stretch muffler into the buckle looked really good. There's so much stuff to get into right here. Let's get into the match Liv and Nia first because we can kind of play into some of those detractors when we talk about the aftermath. Right. So when they first did Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan, my first reaction was, oh, that's interesting that they're doing this matchup. And I liked a, I liked right away that Liv Morgan went right in on the attack on Nia Jax, but obviously Nia Jax, once again, overpowering with her size and kind of getting uh, the upper hand throughout the match. But Liv Morgan, like at one point, she did a dive to Nia Jax, taking her out right before the commercial break. She had her nice little moments in this. And even when they came out and... Um, Nia Jax was uh, doing this, the where she was like stretching out uh, Liv Morgan. What was the thing that they called it again where they like did the little effect where they zoomed in on Liv Morgan? <laughs> I don't know, but it was hilarious. Right. Okay. Oh, I thought it had like a special, it had like a special yeah. name. They said it, but I forgot the name of it. I don't know the name of it. I know they do the Telestrator a lot, but it's not that. This one was different. Right. Okay. I love that. I feel like they need to do that a little bit more because that was really hilarious. <laughs> And they zoomed in on Liv Morgan's features. But I thought the match was good. And surprisingly, I liked the way it ended, even though I don't normally like matches ending um, with someone getting involved and causing some sort of DQ. But I was actually uh, okay with that. But I did feel like they put a lot of effort into this match, like seeing um, Nia Jax have Liv Morgan. Like she literally, um, Samoan dropped her onto the ring post. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything and you won't believe how simple it is. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's like, I like that a whole lot. So there was some good moments in this. Then Becky ends the match by interfering. Adam Pierce uh, gives in to her requests and says, yep, sure, you got that match next week. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the heavy rematches they've been doing, but this is one that makes sense. But then we see Liv Morgan, and I teased this a little bit on, on Twitter, but you could have seen it in the FightfulSelect.com Raw plans, just $5 a month, $54 a year. Please subscribe. They had a bit of a face-off there. And Liv said, hey, I was in the middle of something. Not that you care. She's like, not everything is about you. And what I like is they're playing off of that groundswell of audience that for some reason believe that Becky is legitimately do like this is real or something. I don't know where this is going, but you have reason for Liv to be upset. Like she's got an actual reason. She doesn't have much of a reason for Elimination Chamber. She lost. But for this, she does have a kayfabe reason. Where do you think they're going with this? So, first of all, I love this because they had Liv Morgan be super pissed afterwards, which she should be because it's not like she didn't have a chance against Nia Jax. She was working her way towards that victory. And afterwards, when she confronted Becky Lynch, oh, I loved how she was like so mad and she was like, the world isn't around, whatever the hell she said about the world not being about, it not being about Becky Lynch. Um, That was really good. What I'm hoping this leads to is uh, I wouldn't mind seeing this be something that Becky, because look, I'm not expecting Becky Lynch to defeat Rhea Ripley, okay? I am really am not. So I'm kind of wanting to see this be the feud that we see Becky Lynch go into following WrestleMania. Now, I know that kind of feels like it's far away, but it's 40 days. I think they can definitely wait to uh, do a good story between Liv and Becky following WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, Liv and Becky following WrestleMania. So I kind of want it to be a little bit of a, um, you know, I don't want it to happen so fast. Like, I don't want it to happen before WrestleMania. I want this to be the next step for Becky Lynch afterwards. I could see a possibility of maybe them doing, I don't want to say a heel turn with Becky, but short term, her getting very aggressive and sort of entitled. But I mean, to be entitled, she did win the Royal Rumble. You're entitled to something as the winner of the Royal Rumble. But... I would like to see her maybe go a little heelish where, you know, Liv's trying to angle her way in and she's like, I'm not a dumbass like Cody Rhodes. I'm not even going to give you that opportunity. He's like, I'm not going to give you even a sliver of hope. I would love to see them sort of lean into it because Rhea is not getting booed right now. Rhea is white, hot as a baby face. So I'd rather them like do, I don't want to say like heavy, but something maybe temporarily. Nicholas says, do you think Liv dethrones Rhea after Becky versus Rhea? No. I, I Listen, I like Liv Morgan. I really do like Liv Morgan, but I don't... I, I know that a lot of people are like, oh, well, she got put on the shelf by Rhea and all that stuff. 
I think that was just a, a circumstance of convenience to to write live off for a while. I think that's probably what it was. Right. I think Liv Morgan's going to have some really cool moments. I do think that Ronda Rousey feud really derailed um, her, the momentum that she was on. Unfortunately, that just wasn't the very best. And it felt like we were on the, you know, I felt like we were going up in the roller coaster of Liv Morgan's career. Unfortunately, yeah. the Ronda Rousey one was the dip in the roller coaster. Now she's going through the loop and hopefully she goes up again. But um, I just don't. It's just that Rhea Ripley is on another level, and that's fine. You got different people at different star powers at different at different levels, and that's perfectly okay. It's just that Rhea Ripley's on a you know a she's she's going towards a different direction in terms of being in the near future one of the very 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 top women when you think of the top women in WWE history. Also, uh, Becky won the the Elimination Chamber, not Royal Rumble. My bad, guys. Uh, Will says, I do love that they care about wins and losses. Yep, they, they definitely do. And that's, thank God. The Bep Jr. says, the thing with Liv Becky made me mad. You can lose both pay-per-views, uh, Royal Rumble match, Elimination Chamber match. I might get into the title match at Mania. I would be shocked if Liv Morgan got into the match at WrestleMania. Like, I don't think that's where this is going. Like, <laughs> so wait, it'd be Mommy versus The Man versus live yeah i know but what's it just what does be, it, it there has to be like <laughs> you know what i'm it, saying it doesn't listen all due respect to live that the match is fine as is and they can find something else and she will be fine and she will be over and she ain't going anywhere because she is super popular See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I want to see her feud with Becky Lynch afterwards and I would sure. want to see if she beat Becky Lynch that would be huge for her yeah you know, that would be huge. And Becky doesn't lose anything by by doing that. She doesn't lose anything by losing to Liv Morgan. Like, I feel like they can tell a really good story. Like, it's just not her specific moment right now for Liv, but it can be later on. Yeah. We got in Simmons saying, I like Liv. She's improved so much, but that small pocket of fans she has kind of overrate her. Liv is good. She hasn't hit that gear. Becky has been on. And Rhea versus Liv isn't a mania match. I mean, it could be a mania match. I just don't think it's a mania match right now or this year. And uh, I think it has been shown that Liv can get over and likely will get over to a very, very extreme degree again in the future. I'll tell you what's over with me, NordVPN. Buying pay-per-views on nordvpn.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, <laughs> any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc. And you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet. 
nordvpn.com slash fightful check it out guys nordvpn.com slash fightful uh, if you want that AEW pay-per-view this weekend at a much more reduced price you can watch it on fight plus I, that's how i watch AEW every week anyway without commercials and that's something that uh, definitely a lot of people in our discord were were encouraging people to do as we had our uh, our live discussion over there so Check that out and join us and, and live live tweet or not live tweet, live discuss all that fun stuff. <laughs> Dylan says, Liv stands are going to be attacking YouTube. Okay. Uh, I think she's very good. I don't know. That's very weird. Is Jade versus Rhea a possibility for SummerSlam? Anything's a possibility for SummerSlam. I don't think that they know what is happening at SummerSlam right now. Rahab says, Joining you from my car immediately after leaving the SAP Center. Fun Raw. Great crowd. Much love and support, you two. I'm glad you liked it, man. I mean, those those WWE crowds lately have just been hot, and they have been packed. Packed. It makes me mad, Sean, Raw Sap, that you didn't say Sap Center. You chose to say SAP Center. You're Sean well, Ross Sap. You got to yeah. say Sap Center. But it's the SAP Center. But I want you to say it's SAP Center. No, it's the SAP Center. Say SAP Center, bro. You're Sean Ross SAP. RJ said, <laughs> Taryn going to come here and try to attack you, Sean. Listen, that woman farted in my brand new bon Bronco. I can't, she can't ever attack me worse than that. Uh, I haven't forgotten, Taryn. Uh, KW says, Denise, bro, bro, Denise, you've ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it, damn it. <laughs> you've ruined it. Uh, Jay says, Denise and Sean, you're starting a women's division. You have to pick Mercedes or Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Ooh, I'm, I'm going with Rhea Ripley. Nothing against oh, wow. Mercedes. I uh, thought you were going to go with Mercedes. No, I mean, Rhea is, I think Rhea is a little younger. Uh, Rhea has probably a little less miles on, on her body. Um, Mercedes coming off of an injury. As, as well, but Mercedes is incredible in the ring. She is one of my favorite, favorite performers to watch. I am very, very excited. Yes, she's Rhea's five years younger than Mercedes, so not that 32 is old or anything. Yeah, but. geez, Sean, damn. You know, I'm just saying, like, if, here are if around you're, that age demo. Well, if you're starting a division, I would still go with Rhea. Uh, nothing against that. K775 says, do you think they'll have Becky interact with Finn in the build to Mania, considering Judgment Day Rhea and his past uh, with Becky in Ireland? Like, whose side are you on? Not, not a whose side are you on, because it's clear whose side he's on. Uh, but I think that they should have some integration with Finn Balor. I think that would make an awful lot of sense. I'm sorry, can you read the question again? Do you think that they will have uh, Becky interact with Finn Balor in this feud? Because oh, of okay, history? okay. Um, huh, it wasn't something that I thought about, to be honest. No, oh, sorry, I made you reread you never, that you question never, just never for that. Did. Yeah, you did. That's all okay. I had. I'm sorry. I'm a but little think, slow today, Sean. Do, okay? Hearing the question, do you think that they will? Sure, I could see Becky Lynch being like, what the hell are you doing, you know, with this girl when you come from sure. a land of something, something, and she could talk about something that the Irish are known for and make, something. A, make a bond there. Or something. I, don't know. I can't come up with anything because I'm not Irish, so I don't got any good material here. Raquel Rodriguez defeated Chelsea 
Green. Shogun says, am I crazy to want a Chelsea Green world title reign? think she'd be a great Money in the Bank winner. Uh, she has so many backstage segments and creative matches because of how awesome she is. Give her the in-ring promo time. Could we really get the live crowd to react? Listen, I think that Chelsea Green is great. I like her a lot personally. I think that the money is in her becoming Money in the Bank winner and then especially not winning it. Like, I think what should happen is she should win Money in the Bank. It should be a bit of a comedy thing where she's trying to cash it in and you know, doesn't do it right. But then she does, gets beaten, and she complains to the manager and wins and ends up getting her briefcase back. Then she tries to cash it in again and loses again. Yeah, that would be good. The complaining part. Yeah, the complaining part would be very on point. I think that's where her complaining to the manager should pay off. I think that'd be great. I just, I think she's wonderful. Fightful award winner two years in a row. For different categories, right? Different categories. Uh, Indie, uh, women's indie performer of the year last year. And then tag team wrestler of the year. Speaking of, FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. Broke the unfortunate news today. Piper Niven is sidelined with a broken hand. We wish her the best. Uh, wish her the best. Jared says the reason we won a women's mid-card title is because they treat the women's tag as one, and it isn't. Some women are better in singles and build actual teams. I see, I see what you mean. And bless Dana Brooke. She tried to make the 24-7 title that. She really did, but uh they didn't do it. And I don't think they're going to do it. But Raquel Rodriguez came out and beat Chelsea Green with the quickness. I hate to see that that her condition continued to flare up right after she came back as well. But good on her for, for you know, at, at least, you know, fighting through it. Sean, you have no idea. And I don't think guys are going to understand this unless they're like uh, married or something. But it is terrifying for a woman, and I know that speaking as a woman, to have the confidence to go out uh, with you're not wearing the makeup that you're used to wearing, and not only just to go out, but to go out on TV where the whole world's watching you because it really takes away and from away from your confidence. And then on top of that, you add this like flare up that you have, which makes you not makes you not how you normally are. When Raquel came out, I knew right away, just based off of, you know, I could tell right away why she wasn't wearing makeup because she had been so open about what she had been going through. I like literally could not applaud her more. I don't think people have applauded her enough for that because that shit took some guts, bro. I would not have been able to do that. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I would have been like, no, I look ugly. Bye. I'm out. You know, like it just took a lot of guts to go out there and perform when you're not feeling your very best um, and not feeling like you look your very best. A lot of respect for Raquel. Um, she won very, very easily. Very easily. The promo was good, by the way, from Chelsea Green. I kind of want them to do more of this, like yeah. right before her matches, if she were to do a little promo. I think that the crowd reacted to her well, and she fed off of the crowd very well. She didn't lose the crowd either, which, you know, usually in some of these promos, the crowd doesn't, they they if they don't give a fudge, they don't give a fudge, and they let yeah. you know. And I didn't think that Chelsea got, like, a disrespectful reaction from the crowd at all. I thought they were no. enjoying what she had to say. I posted this on Twitter. Like, it, it is insane to me that it took WWE this long to see that she was a TV star. They had her multiple times. 
they had her for tough enough. They had her come in and do extra work, if you remember, with Daniel in the Daniel Bryan storyline and all that. Then TNA brought her in, and they still weren't interested in her. Then they brought her into NXT, and I saw so many people say, yeah, well, thank God that she's under Triple H booking. Triple H parked her for a year in NXT. Her, Deanna, and Stokely all got parked in NXT, if you can believe that. And uh, she's just a, such a TV star. She gets it. She totally, totally gets it. Well, at least she got the opportunity to prove them wrong. So there's that. KE775 says, hey, Sean, what's up with Ricochet? Without revealing too much, I, I heard he sidelined like a little bit. I sat in front of his family at Rep Arena a couple weeks ago. Wonderful people. Wonderful people. I'll tell you what was the sweetest thing, Denise. His father leaned over to me and like tapped me on the shoulder and he pointed at Samantha Irvin. And he goes, that's my daughter-in-law. Oh, that's He was so, so proud. He was so proud. They were uh, so wonderful. And then I was like, well, of course this is his family. Because I turned around and saw a guy that had to be his brother because he looked exactly like Ricochet wearing a Ricochet shirt. Looked exactly <laughs> Maybe like Maybe he was him. just a super fan of Ricochet. I was like a super fan to the point to where he cloned himself to look Have just like Have you seen the, the meme of Eric? Sorry, I was going to say Aaron. Oh my gosh, Ed Sheeran. When oh, he's yeah. wearing Ed Sheeran merch and people say, why does Ed Sheeran look like an Ed Sheeran fan? Have you seen that? <laughs> I haven't. Okay, it's oh, up there God. somewhere on the internet. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply internet will chisholm says srs what do you think about the rock being on smackdown three weeks in a row well okay this is so nitpicky but i'm annoyed by it and i'll tell you why i'm annoyed by it denise because they should have just been able to say that he was on there for five weeks in a row because why was he not on last week's smackdown he was at the tapings denise he was oh, at I see what the you mean yeah you not only that yeah. He ended the show the week before. It's not like he had to get out of there early. All they had to do was end the, let me see what it was. End the <laughs> February 16th episode of SmackDown. The Rock's in the ring. Then what they do, they roll cameras on the next episode of SmackDown. The Rock is still out there. And they have him cut a promo. And then he is on two straight week, then these next three, and all of a sudden you've got The Rock for over a month. It is so weird that they just won't do this. You don't have him on the show at all last week. It was very unusual to me that they did that. Maybe they just want him, like, live. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think reason. I know, but... See, somebody says Rick Rock dipped out after the first show. It was the end of the show well he dipped oh. out right at the end yeah then. He, he got out immediately it was like but, peace. i mean he should be around a lot i'm glad that he's going to be around a lot uh i i am so Sami Zayn defeated shinsuke nakamura they are very clearly setting up something 
Uh, a really good match for Raw. I wish it wouldn't have been interrupted by so many commercials. The FightfulSelect.com scoop uh, ahead of this was that they were going to get a lot of time. They did get a lot of time. Anything uh, you really want to add to this match? It's a match we've seen several times now. I feel like the heel here because I know that the crowd reaction was really good, but I didn't think the match was all that. And I think for me, it was too slow. The first portion going into the commercial, coming back that second portion going into the next commercial, all of that was incredibly slow. We got like two moments where they did like two near falls that got a good reaction. So that's why I think people are going to be like, oh, this was a great match. I'm like, it was just really those two little moments right there. And then afterwards, that hell of the, um, the Haluba kick by Sami Zayn was phenomenal. Um, love the camera shot that they did for that. And that was it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know people probably like this match way more, but I just didn't think it was all that. Sorry, I'm the heel. I know. Sean, you're muted. Karma's what a bitch, I get huh? for coughing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I am going to be nitpicky here as well. I thought the match was fine. But one of the things I liked so much about the Triple H era of WWE launching was we weren't getting the same matches every week. And uh, before any of you come to me with, at least the matches are good. Well, no shit, Sherlock. These are some of the best wrestlers in the world that WWE has. The matches are going to be good. We saw tonight, like the second we saw this rematch, we saw Gunther come out and tease rematches with Gable and The Miz and, and the like. We saw another New Day Imperium match, which was good. Chelsea and Raquel have faced each other like three times in the last eight or nine months. We're going to see Becky and Nia again. We're going to see Jay and Drew for like the fourth time in a few months. Drew, by the way, has beaten Sammy like three times over the last several months as well. Even, even the world title match, which I'm actually excited for, Drew and Seth, that's the third paper, third big title match they've had since Crown Jewel. It's it's a lot of them. Like It is getting to the position where it's a lot of rematches, a lot of it. Now, the difference is here, it at least makes creative sense to do these. Whereas, from what I was always told, Vince McMahon would be like, ah, yeah, let's do this match. And they're like, well, we've done that three times in the last month. And he's like, ah, we're doing it again, type of thing. And the joke was, if Vince likes this match you pitch, good, good job, because you're going to see it six times. Like, that was what one writer had told me, was that Vince would just forget that he did it. Lot, lots of that, and um, I hope it doesn't become too habitual, but I would imagine we're in a holding pattern until, uh, uh, yeah. Somebody said you were about to say something about Ricochet, Sean. I said he was sidelined a little bit. That's about it. Kim says, trying to talk my husband into going to SmackDown in Memphis. I'll regret not seeing Rock. Like, they didn't really need any help filling up those venues, Denise, but they're still going to Did you see they it. even had the sold out for Arizona? Like, I don't remember the last time they aired a little graphic for SmackDown where it said sold out. When was the last time yeah. they did that? I, I don't know. But that was cool. They should. They should yeah. make it seem as hot as possible. They exactly. Because then I'm thinking, let's say when the when it comes to the next city, I'm going to be like, oh, damn, I got to get my tickets quick because, damn, they sold out over there. I mean, obviously, they're going to have the rock. So that's probably why. But still, it, it's all about perception. Uh, Crazy says, uh, where do you think Okada will debut? Revolution. 
Uh, I don't know about that, but I, I mean, what I had heard was that the first half of March was going to be big for AEW. Uh, but I, I think that I think within a few weeks is what I would imagine. Any word on Matt Cardona and WWE? Do you think he returns this year? Nope. He's making more money than ever. He's he seems happier than ever. He's killing it. He's doing really good. Is that he doesn't Rolex? need. Yeah, that Rolex. That Rolex, goddamn. John says, what's going to happen with Sammy Zayn? Well, let's talk about it. Backstage, he is sort of confronted by Imperium and Gunther. Gunther walks out. He says, I've heard what you guys have said. Sammy Zayn, what a joke, not on my level. Gable, Miz. Well, first of all, ain't nobody talking about that. Miz is locked in a damn room somewhere, can't get out. Uh, but Gable, people definitely have been talking about it. Gable made his case to Adam Pierce saying he reduced my daughter to tears and I want to show her that that's not what it's going to be. Sami Zayn has talked about his path to a championship at WrestleMania. It is a situation where I've seen Gable and Gunther a bunch of times and I, I love Gable and all that. I think that Sammy versus Gunther is bigger than a multi-person match or anything like that. I don't necessarily want to see a triple threat because we saw that last year with Drew, Sheamus, Gunther. I think that Gunther being what he is and Sammy being this constant underdog is a perfect story. How are you feeling about it? You're missing one person in this. Who? Damian Priest. Damian, uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah. I was about to get to it because Judgment Day come out. <laughs> Gunther says, who's it going to be? Finn Balor? One with the big head? I'm just saying, Denise. <laughs> he knows the agenda. He knows the agenda. <laughs> I got to tell you, Gunther, to me, when he made the joke, it's because he's always such a serious well, person. Him making listen. the joke was extra funny. If it's at WrestleMania, it's going to be this version. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, and they had to be separated, and I kind of like this. The heel factions going at it a little bit. They teased, or they mentioned Damian Priest cashing in on Gunther. If they do that, I will be so annoyed. Austin Theory doing that was also very stupid. It was dumb, bad idea. It's not as hard to get an Intercontinental title shot. He's giving them up to people all the time. Don't do the cash-in. So, Your thoughts. I was wondering, like, I feel like each seg... This is, okay, so this is what I did like about how they formulated all of this today on Raw, is that when we first saw the little confrontation with Sami Zayn and Gunther, I was like, oh, there it is. That's the WrestleMania 40 match. Here sure. we go. Like, they're going to make their way to that. And then... When they had the Damian Priest thing, I was like, oh, this is going to be the WrestleMania match. And they kind of just maybe wanted to throw us off a little bit, right? Then the Chad Gable thing happened, and I'm like, okay, well, now it's clear that there are a lot of different options for who can be in there facing Gunther. So what I was thinking was, okay, they're either going to do Sami Zayn versus Gunther. But here's the thing, though. If they do do Sami Zayn versus Gunther, I would say Sami has to win. But then there's a problem, though, is that Sami hasn't been getting very many wins. I don't want to see a guy who hasn't been getting very many wins defeat a champion who has been so freaking yeah. dominant. So that's my little issue there. We got, then, we got 
four or five weeks till. So Sammy can True. keep winning. He yeah, I hope winning. they do. If they do do that, then I'm cool with Sammy Zayn defeating Gunther. But they got to get him like way more wins. And then Damian Priest, for a second, I thought like, are they going to, is he going to put his briefcase on the line? Would that make sense? Like, how would that work? And so then I started thinking, okay, well, they're not mentioning all these people just for shits and giggles. So now I'm starting to think that either they're going to do some sort of like mini tournament or they're just going to do a fatal four way or something. You know? I could see a gauntlet as well. Right. Um, That's what I was and, thinking oh, for a second. I could I could just see how they could make both Sammy and Gable so sympathetic where Sammy runs the gauntlet. I mean, he beats Miz, he beats Priest, he beats somebody else. And the last guy is Gable. And Gable, like, Gable even feels bad for him. Like, you can see it on Gable's face that he feels bad for him. Oh, I think there's so much drama they could add to that match or add to something like that there. I actually hope that they do the fatal four way. I want to see Chad Gable versus Sammy versus Damian Priest versus Gunther and Gunther retains. I, well, I mean, I think that <laughs> Damian's going to be defending the tag titles with. Oh Finn yeah. I forgot. Damn. I completely forgot about that. And, and that eliminates the Miz from the equation too. Cause I'm sure it'll be truth and Miz by the way. They were all backstage, <laughs> D-I-X, uh, or as R-Truth called them, Regeneration X. Oh, yeah. Denise, I think Dexter Loomis should be their China. Dude, I forgot Dexter Loomis was on the roster. Everybody did. Everybody did. When, but, when um, you said Dexter Loomis, I was like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I completely forgot he was there. I'm so sorry. SAS says, before Raw, I'd have guessed it would be Gunter versus Sammy Gable. Now it could also be Dominic Andrade. Dominic was approached by Andrade backstage, by the way. I like that. Do you think we'll get a single or multi-man match? I think it'll be a single. And I really, really hope they bring back the Andres both nights. And please, for the love of God, every year make the Andre, first off, for something and make it mean as much as humanly possible because it means exactly as much as you show us that it means. Um, Vic says, if they're going for a multi-man IC title match, I think Gunther should retain. When the time comes, he should lose it clean. One versus one, he doesn't need protecting. Me too. Exactly that. Copy and paste it. That's exactly Same, how yeah. I feel. Same. And Gunther even admitted vulnerability in this promo. He was like, I got to be honest. I was a little bit worried. Nobody's perfect, but I'm close. <laughs> I almost lost the title. Like, there's something also very, very endearing about him being honest about that, which I, I really liked. I love Gunther's promos because I have found they surprise me in different ways each time. The first one was, oh, Gunther can really do a promo. The next, yeah. oh, he did another one? Damn, he is really good. The next, oh, he's funny? You know, it, it, there's good stuff in there. I've often called him the perfect professional wrestler. And I think that and I even told him this, everything he says, I believe there's never been a thing that he has said on the microphone or I'm like, well, no, that's not true. That's not believable. He can tell me that the sky is green and I might believe it at this point. You're going to be like, yes, yes, it is. You are <laughs> Fahad right. Says, well, be honest. <laughs> are you going to argue with Gunther? His ass will chop you so fast that the sky. Why would his ass you? chop me? Fahad says, with the way that they tease Sammy, that's Naomi's move. With the way they tease Sammy, Bronson, Dom, Andrade, Gable for the IC title, hope they do something with those guys. 
for night one, and the winner faces Gunther night two instead of Gunther defending in a multi-man match. I'd be cool with Gunther competing multiple nights as well and then winning both nights. Somebody who didn't get to compete this past weekend, FightfulSelect.com, broke the news. Bronson Reed was scheduled for the show, and I had a bunch of people going, yeah, obviously, his wife gave birth. Well, guess what? Three days before, he said, hey, that's not why I'm not performing, because the child actually came early. Denise, what was planned as far back as January was Bronson Reed versus Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight title. And then Seth got hurt. They didn't end up rebooking Bronson Reed. And he wasn't going to go over there just to go over there because his wife was pregnant. As it turns out, thank God, because his wife did give birth early, uh, as none of them had anticipated. So it ended up better off for everybody. So, man, that was that is a, a happy accident there. Yeah, I was going to say that is a very happy accident because what could have been a bummer for him? Because it's like, oh, you get you get to go to Australia and have this big matchup and for the World Heavyweight Championship against Seth Rollins. That's huge, right? Yeah. But then the alternative is having your baby. That's huge, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Will Chisholm says, I love that everybody wants the IC title and it makes it feel big time. If they care, I care. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I say about anything. You put value in it. Hey, in Sean. Simmons- do you know how to say, call someone, like, tell them that they have a big head in Spanish? <sighs> no, Denise, but I'll tell you what. I know one way to get a big head. You know, Fightful and Blue Chew have been at it a long time. Maybe you've been at it a long time. Maybe you're lacking that motivation. Maybe you're lacking that confidence. You don't think you have what you once had. Blue Chew is here to get you there. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. You'll get your first shipment free of what? Well, it's a chewable tablet that has the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so it gets your performance ready to go. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door. You do an online consultation, and if approved, you'll be back to that main event level performance. Sometimes it's not even about performance. It's about that confidence, and Blue Chew is going to make sure that you have that. Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Your first shipment free. You just pay $5 shipping. What is there to lose? BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Hey, Sean. Someone just left a Twitter comment saying, JD McDonald's ain't loving it. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was pretty funny. (laughs) N. Simmons says if they have a four-way, it should be Ricochet, uh, who he beat to start this run. Gable, his best feud. Sammy, the ultimate underdog. But I want a one-on-one versus Sammy. I do too. Tom says, Hey guys, would you all ever consider doing a non wrestling centric show together? Either a podcast or daily terrestrial radio. Love the banter chemistry. If they pay us wait to talk about aliens. No, he said extraterrestrial. Didn't he? (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to talk about aliens. I was down for a sci-fi podcast. (laughs) What? (laughs) Are you, I'm sorry. Um, you see, this is why we need a podcast to talk about other things. Just prove the guy's point right now. Denise. What? Terrestrial radio. Oh, it's just not like, a, yeah, it's like not an AM or okay. FM radio. I thought we were going to talk like specifically about aliens. You know, people have genres. 
I thought that was just like a genre. Of <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I only know AM FM. <laughs> so if we were to have a show. I mean, yeah, me and Denise would do a great show, but somebody's gonna have to pay us a lot of money to do. I mean, a show. you can pay me. I'm not. I'm not in interested in uh, starting up a non wrestling venture right now. But hey, listen, if if there's somebody, if there's a Sirius or a radio station that wants to hit us up to host the show, I'm sure that we could do it if the money was right. If the money was right, and we would talk about aliens. You were pumped to talk about aliens. You were too Dude, excited. Dude, I'm really into like people. I'm I'm really into like people's crazy ideas and theories, and just like debunking them or or maybe in agreeing with them. Who knows? I don't know. Depends. Uh, on what yes, we're boy. About. Yes, boy says movies. Well, we've actually got two movie shows or on Fightful right now. Fightful Select. We have this is cinema, and then Rob Wilkins and Gisberto Guzzo have a show as well. Jay Hudson says, Denise, your work ethic and hard work speaks for itself. I meant every word I sent you on Twitter. You're a great example of hard work meets preparation. You're a great representation for women. I agree Thank with you. that. Thank you. Uh, Denise is showing a whole lot of women that if they they work hard, they and can. And men, please, Sean. And, and men. Well, I mean, Both. let's let's be real. There was no shortage of men before you got yeah, into wrestling media. I'm just saying. But, there are a lot of women that might have not thought that there was a possibility or a place. And Denise is showing them that there absolutely is. We have some tension <laughs> with Rhea and Dom. I love that Rhea is like, Gunther, what the hell are What are you doing messing with Gunther? And they're like, we're, we're good. Someone said, we coming soon to 97.3 KWTF to talk exclusively about aliens, Denise and Sean. Yes, exactly. We got Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark defeating Indy and Candice very quickly. Now, Shayna and Zoe probably should be upset that they got passed over, but like this is one of those title shots that I look at and I'm like, yeah, of course, it's Indy's hometown or home country, whatever. But they win with the quickness. Shayna and Zoe very clearly poised for a tag title shot here in the future, Denise. Yeah, you know, I really like them as a tag team. I wish that the I wish that the division was stronger, that the tag team division was stronger because then it would make them look better. And I just think they need to work on strengthening the division. I do too. I really do too. Um, I mean, they've done nothing with Alba and Isla. It's weird. No, and that's unfortunate because they really I mean, they were a team on NXT and they have a good gimmick and they're both good wrestlers and they have like they're like the whole package and they're literally just casted to the side. Street fight, New Day versus Imperium, New Day uh <laughs> and Imperium got violent Denise. Like this is one of those feuds. It's it's carried on for quite a while. A, a high volume of matches. It's carried on through multiple injuries. I think injuries to like 3 of the 4. I think only one of them hasn't been hurt that that I I can think of right now, but uh, Imperium actually defeated New Day. This one went almost twenty minutes, and they beat the hell out of each other. They threw office chairs. There were uh, steel chairs to the leg, to the to the knee. 
Uh, a lot of stuff here, Denise. I was a big fan of what they did here tonight. I loved that Imperium as the heels when the fans were asking for tables made it seem like they were going to get the tables, but then didn't actually deliver upon that. Instead, use the chairs. Um, I love that. That was really good. Um, of course, Xavier Woods doing the uh, elbow job from the top. That was great, too. Oh. Um, the camera shot, but oh, from behind. Sorry to yeah, interrupt. That was good. beautiful. Yeah, that it looked. I I don't know if it, he did it different, but it just looked. I don't know if it was him or if it was the camera that made it look like perfectly executed or just both. Who knows? Um, but then there was also the moment where um, oh shit, who got thrown to the table? Was it Ludwig or was it Kofi? Kofi threw Ludwig right into the table, or is yes. it the other way around? Uh oh gosh, I think Kofi threw him. Yeah, Kofi threw him out. Someone went through the table. It was great. Um, no, they did a really good job with this match. I thought that they did a lot to wake you up. There was a yeah. lot of moments in here that made me go, oh, this isn't just some throwaway it's little snapping at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> snapping at you. I'm emphasizing. Oh, oh my God. This was, this was good stuff. And I'm interested to see where it goes because it didn't seem done. It didn't seem done whatsoever. Oh, man, we got uh, Drew McIntyre killing it. Killing it. Uh, well, Murray, uh, first I want to read this. Uh, it says, after my brother died in August, I left WWE. I'm so sorry to hear that, Murray. It says, I'm back now, and I have one question. Where's Mania 41 going to say? Or we're going to be, I'm hearing different locations, hopefully Minnesota. Minnesota was the front runner. I haven't heard it with the same confidence that people in Cleveland are talking about SummerSlam, but... I know that they were hopeful that they would get it. The issue with Minnesota in the past has been, there have been times they've sort of leaked that information, thinking that that would help them land a show, and it didn't. So, Drew McIntyre comes out, he cuts a promo, and uh, this, I gotta be honest, this past week motivated me to announce an award for next year's Fightful Awards. We are doing the Hater of the Year. We've already had Nyla Rose, Swerve, and Dijak comment on it. We have had Christian doxing Daniel Garcia's uh, late father. AJ Styles flew all the way around the world. I saw somebody said that he risked falling off the edge of the earth to go and hit LA Knight with a chair. Nigel McGinnis just hates Brian Danielson. And Drew McIntyre is the ultimate hater. He says that he had a doctor that told him you might not make it to Mania, and he's like, I'm not CM Punk. I'm going to Mania. And then he said he's going to drink double for CM Punk, or he did drink double to celebrate. And then he brings out Seth Rollins, and he brings out Seth Rollins for a specific reason. He said, stop screwing with, the, with Bloodline. He was like, because they're going to get involved in our match, and I'm going to beat you in that match. And it's going to taint my victory, and I don't feel like dealing with that. Keep in mind, they gave him the victory over Cody Rhodes. So he's being, he's speaking some truth, but he's also being hypocritical. But that being said, he didn't ask Bloodline to interfere in that match. They did it on, on their own, and now he's telling Rollins, look, here is, is what, here's what you can prevent. And Seth said, I can't do that. How'd you feel? So... I got to tell you, I think I loved the portion with Drew McIntyre on his own the most out of this whole thing. And obviously it's because, like you said, he's he's up for hater of the year. Um, he 
him basically saying that he wasn't CM Punk. Oh my God, we everyone saw that coming a mile away. And so that was really funny. Him sitting down and then sitting down with the kilt. That was pretty funny too. Um, so I enjoyed all of that. I thought that the Seth Rollins portion was not bad, but I thought that it went a little too long to the point where I kind of felt like I had to like, I felt like I was not he I wasn't being kept to tune in like I kept tuning out a little bit of this promo and I kept coming back to it going like oh I need to recap hang on to something that he's saying to like stay focused in on what he's saying in this promo so he kind of lost me a little bit at times um but I did like what they did top to bottom but it was primarily the portion with Drew McIntyre on his own that I felt was really the um the strongest part of all of it. Afterwards, also, <laughs> Drew approaches Jey Uso and he goes, I know you're having a tough time, but from the bottom of my heart, I just want you to know you deserve it. And he kind of does. <laughs> Jay does kind of deserve it. He didn't lie there either. Uh, Richard says, Drew's, the, by the way, they brawled. He, he, Richard says, Drew's run is top tier to me right now. Hopefully he re-signs because when Punk returns, their segments will be incredible. Drew for champ. Oh, yeah. I, I've... I'm pretty sure he's going to stay. If he doesn't, that that's a big misstep. I'm pretty sure he's going to stay. I saw some weird people being like, stop with this when we report that he hasn't signed yet. Tough shit, homeboy. We still got to report the news. Uh, sorry you don't like it, but when he re-signs, we would be happy to report that as well. But Dread King says, is it possible Seth turns on Cody night one? That doesn't make sense for night two, though. Unless it is Drew saying, I told you guys all along type of thing, which is possible, I guess. I don't know anymore. I'm so just like, there are so many people involved in this whole main event scene that this person could turn on that person. That person could turn yeah. on this person. It's a lot, man. Jay Stone says, I'm ready for the Fightful Player Hater Award. Drew and Mello are neck and neck for top spot, but also Jimmy Uso, AJ Styles, and Christian. There's a lot of really good contenders for this award. I mean, Christian's going out there and talking about people's dead fathers. Come on now. Giving, giving coordinates to where they're buried, Denise. Exactly. Come on now. Uh, Chaos Control says, I love Seth, but Drew needs that belt. I agree. Drew, Drew got himself there. I think he takes it at WrestleMania. Me too. Will Chisholm says, I did love the fact that everybody got mad and was trying to get a spot on Mania. Drew keeps doing this work. The fans are going to turn him babyface. I think he's so good at conjuring up that heat, though. And he's having so much fun I right want now. him to keep doing this versus what he was doing before. Because before, he was just good old, reliable Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre that looks the part, can go out, do the media events, can come in and do any match, and that's it. Now it's like, oh, I can't wait oh. to see what Drew McIntyre is going to say. I am aching to do media with this guy. I am dying to do an interview with Drew McIntyre right now. I just want him to bury you for like 10 minutes, Sean. I, me too. I want oh him to do God. it too. Yeah, you should just let him roast you for 10 minutes. <laughs> Will says, I really love how Seth is playing Apollo Creed in Rocky Three, telling everybody there is no tomorrow if Bloodline wins at Mania. Yes. I agree. Seth has witnessed it. And he said that he was like, you think if you beat me, they won't come for you too. They will. Uh, Rock hard. Joel Wood says percentage time, Sean, I hate these. And let me preface this before some stupid ass Twitter account aggregates it. It is an estimate. I don't have an answer. 
Percentage Tomatonga ends up in WWE. Seems like Gallows and Anderson might need another good brother. I, I'm going to say 60%. I did say, hey, Tomatonga, where are you going? He said, home with my family. Rock hard Joel Wood says, I want Drew to stay and play up his contract status like they did with Punk with the threat of him leaving the company. And then it's Punk that has to save the company. I love that being on the other foot. I, I love that. Um, I, I think that would be good. He he wins the title and he says, you know what? I've extended my contract just long enough to whip CM Punk's ass. That'd be cool. Aunt Peggy, thanks for joining. Cody Rhodes defeated Grayson Waller. There's not a lot to talk about here. Um, he won, but afterwards, Paul Heyman comes out. And I love Paul Heyman's line. He goes, these are some of my friends from the NYPD. And he was like, they're off duty. And he goes, well, they're actually suspended. <laughs> One of them is AJ Kirsch from, I think, season five of Tough Enough. But Paul Heyman says, either rescind your th challenge to The Rock or else. And Cody kind of gives sort of a reason. He's like, listen... I've been too nice and I was almost too nice. He was like, I wanted to do what was best for everybody and what was best for the company. And my family's meals were determined by ticket sales and nobody sold more tickets than, than him, but I'm done being nice. And then he took out all of <laughs> Paul Heyman's guys. He wouldn't let Paul Heyman in the ring after Paul Heyman had been presented that opportunity by everybody else. I thought this was an effective segment and you knew that something was going to happen when the match ended nine minutes before the end of the show. Denise. Yeah. I had thought like, Oh, when they said like, Oh, this match is next. And there were still 30 minutes on the show. I was like, damn, they're really giving this match a yeah. whole lot of time. And that was it. Right. Like I wasn't expecting Paul Heyman or anything. Um, I was actually not as big of a fan of the Paul Heyman promo as I have been through some of his past promos. I thought that, um, I just thought that some of the lines didn't hit as hard as they probably wanted sure. them to. So that was just the part that didn't really work for me. But the part that really did work for me, though, was Cody Rhodes, man. This is the Cody Rhodes that we've been wanting to see. Cody Rhodes with a backbone. Cody Rhodes with an edge. Cody Rhodes with a don't F with me attitude. Uh, because you can be a good guy, but still not let people mess with you. Um, and so for that reason... Cody finally snapping and at the end where he said the bloodline is not hunting me. I'm hunting the bloodline. I thought freaking finally, man, finally, Cody, like, you know, like, don't let people like do not let people go out there and call your fans cry babies. Like, come on now, change that up come up with something. I know a lot of people think it's funny. I don't, I don't really think that it's I, like, um, something I like, to Cody, like. I like that Cody took it back that he was like, he ate mild it. He, he, okay, good job. You, you said it. Nobody's ashamed of it. Tough shit. I got the match. Right. I just feel like it's not something that, I don't know. I think it's like a, a when, when you go back and you look at, like when we talk about this in like five to 10 years from now, I don't want to be talking like, oh yeah, his fans were Cody crybabies. Like that's embarrassing, yeah. bro. Um, Change the narrative on that. Um, So I personally just thought that this was Cody Rhodes finally getting some fire, man. And that was good. That I did like. Stephen Harden says, Cody and The Rock have a match prior to Mania. Rock goes over, adding more to the all odds are against Cody Stick. What do you think? I wouldn't have Cody lose again till Mania. I think having him 
having him lose to Drew was okay. Because that puts Drew on an even plane if he wins the title. But I wouldn't do that. I think the tag match at Mania is it. Jason says, I want Damian Priest to keep the briefcase until next Money in the Bank and have him win it again. No, that'd just be a waste. That'd just be a waste. Prime Ether says, will you do a one-on-one interview with Elia? I'm legitimately scared for Carmelo. Jeremy did a few months ago. Jeremy did one. I did too. And there you go. Rock Hard Joel Wood says, I popped at Heyman having two separate phones for Rock and Roman. Here is a fun scoop. Paul Heyman legitimately talks on the phone like that. I know this because I saw him backstage at the Mania kickoff event doing that. And myself and a couple of WWPR people laughed about it. It's so funny because you could tell they were used to it. And I was like, he really talks on the phone like that? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's not a, it's not a gimmick. I got to tell you, Paul Heyman and I are twins because I talk like that on the phone too. Because do you know how many germs your phone has? And if you put your phone on your face, like it's just not a good thing. So like you should be constantly obviously cleaning your phone. But regardless, phones still have so much germs that you shouldn't be putting it on your face. So every time I'm like in – sometimes even at the store, (laughs) I'll be walking around talking. And I just put like oh the speaker God. on very low and I'm like, yo, what's up? <laughs> you know, because I will not be this person. No, it's not happening. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Hey, do you think that Paul Heyman has cricket wireless? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's anyway, what I thought. Denise. I thought you were going to tell us what freaking phone line Paul Heyman had when you were saying, when you were telling your story about Paul Heyman and the two phones. All right. I Anyways, do not know. well, that's the scoop that I want to know, Sean. That's what okay. I pay my five dollars for. I want to know what phone lines people got. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Guys, a reminder, please leave a thumbs up. Please leave a comment below here on YouTube. There are some uh, ways to to help us out. You can subscribe on audio platforms. Leave us nice reviews on Spotify, Apple. Help us fight some trolls over there. But FightfulSelect.com. Until next time, guys, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.